Dungeons, and welcome to another romantic episode of One Shot, brought to you by the 100 Dungeons Kickstarter. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we are concluding our return to the Sarcophagus universe with Monster Hearts 2. Before we get to that, I have some exciting announcements to make. The first up is that One Shot has a new studio. We learned a lot from our first year at the Peach Pit, and we're excited to dive back into the world of streaming role-playing games. For the past couple months, Pat, Kat, my girlfriend Mel, and I have been setting up our new studio in Chicago, and we're calling it The Pocket Dimension. We'll be recording, filming, and hosting live events in the pocket dimension for one shot and other fine artists who want to work with us in the Chicago area. Over the next couple months, we'll be establishing a new regular streaming schedule from the pocket dimension. Our first big event is coming up on February 26th, the Dungeon Dome, streaming live from the pocket dimension. You'll be able to find details about the Dungeon Dome and a preview of what it's going to be like later on this episode. Before we get to that, I want to talk to you about this week's sponsor. Fans of dungeon-crawling RPGs are sure to love 100 Dungeons. It's a Kickstarter-slash-Make100 project to build an old-school 100-level mega-dungeon. Brought to you by M.W. Murphy. 100 Dungeons is a living and collaborative project. Dungeon Builder backers will have the chance to suggest art, items, layouts, and even story scenarios for the dungeons. And 100 Dungeons will also feature an optional, overarching storyline, Hand of the God Keeper, that will weave throughout all 100 levels of the Mega Dungeon for an adventure that could take years to complete. If you're the sort of dungeon master that likes to make your own stuff, there's something for you in 100 Dungeons as well. Dungeon Builder backers will also receive all art assets from the project in vector format for personal and commercial use to build their own dungeon maps. This art will not be sold beyond the Kickstarter, making it a great opportunity to get over 500 hand-drawn vector art assets in an amazing price. If you're looking for a long-form dungeon-crawling campaign, or you like to make your own and you want assets to help you build it, head over to Kickstarter right now and search for 100 Dungeons, and tell them One Shot Podcast sent you. You can find the links to 100 Dungeons in the show notes. Finally, before we get to the show, I want to take a moment to thank our backers on Patreon. Thanks to you, we were able to lease our new studio. We're loading it up right now with the best equipment that we can afford, and we wouldn't be able to do that without your support. I'm so excited to bring you all the new projects coming from the Pocket Dimension, and I owe all of that excitement to your support. And if you haven't joined us as one of our backers yet, and you like what you're hearing here, please head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast. Supporting us with even a small amount each month helps us build our network. That means we'll be able to bring you more and better shows. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. I don't know. How do you guys think it goes over? I can't decide. Well, because it's a sh- it's a show, the crowd <laughs> loves it. The crowd okay. loves it. Like, crowd there's a loves lot of people just in the crowd being like, wow, ooh, that you can hear <laughs> right. like over the din of people clapping and, and screaming. Yeah, there's a there's a shot of Chet looking at the stage, like his eyes just pull up <laughs> over those lights going, wow. Yeah. That was great. That was incredible. I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa has started to she saw that everyone was like transfixed by the show and decided to sneak out the back, but to do so you have to go through the dressing room okay. of the band and she notices some stuff ain't right in there. Yeah? Yeah, they like so they're writer, like they have all the typical stuff like 
They have green juices and hummus platters with veggies. But then there's just like a platter of like various animal parts, like raw (laughs) animal parts. Yeah. Like, you know, like a rat's foot, like just a pile of rat's feet and like chicken eyes. Okay. (laughs) Chicken eyes? Not livers. No, no, chicken eyes. eyes. Rat's feet and chicken eyes and just like a big bowl of like a black tar-like substance. That's on the just table. To dip it. <laughs> just to dip it dip in. Chicken eyes in. Dip chicken eyes on a little toothpick. So I'm like trying to figure out what's going on backstage as okay. I was trying to make my way to the alley to just start roaming around. Okay. So are are you gonna stick around backstage or are you going to the alley? Because the the show is because it's a C, because it's a show. Yeah. And it's a concert. They only do one song. Like oh. they don't do they don't do more than one. Like that's how television okay. works. Yeah, right? yeah, so like yeah. the show is over now, like as you're as you're heading back. Well, I think I hear them coming in yeah. and I'm like What a great show. Oh guys. no. What a great fucking show that was. We fucking killed it. So what are you doing? I'm just like trapped Hiding. in the room now. Like oh, okay. I'm doing that TV thing where I'm like, huh. huh running from side to side and like the closet's locked, so I'm just like stuck. In the room as they, as the dressing room as they okay. come in. So I'm not, I can't, like, I don't have room to hide. Chet absolutely wants to try and beat the band. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Actually, we're, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. So, Vanessa, yep. you're paralyzed with like slight indecision. Yep. Um, and as a result, you might get caught and you don't know what to do. But as the door begins to slowly open mm-hmm. and Gore and the electric next to are about to come to the room, you hear Chet on the other side of the door. Mm-hmm. Stopping them, being like, "I have to meet the band, guys." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Chet runs up, and you see these four leathered-out gimp guys and this Billy Idol wannabe kind of figure, um, and they're about to go into the dressing room. So uh, Chet uh, reaches out and goes, "Hey!" Um, and he grabs the hand of this Billy Idol-like figure, and I am going to roll turn turn someone on. To uh, try and use my hotness to impress him. Okay. I roll the seven. I've got a hot of two. That brings me up to nine. Okay. Uh-oh. Um. And this is, I think this is a point where you probably pick one thing from that list instead yes. of give me a string. Probably. There was something I saw here, though, where I think I need to inform you that it just doesn't work. Ooh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh if, if he is asexual... Yeah. Um, I, I would not, and I can't, if Very I, cool. for any reason, yeah, asexuality and non-attraction. There you go. If someone targets your character with turn someone on, but it's not possible for them to get turned on in that situation, let them know. Instead, it counts as a role to shut someone down yeah. using hot. Oh, <laughs> okay. no. So, yeah, you, you do your best doe eyes look at Gore, um, but he's just not, he doesn't roll anyway. Um, and... Hey, and that doesn't work so great. So I what what want... happens when you shut someone down, James? Let's go to that set of list instead. Well, uh, so shut someone down. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, they lose a string on me. They gain a condition. Or I carry one forward. So you get to choose one of those. Yeah. So I'm going to get one forward. But we're going we're gonna to play this out. Chet is, like still, is, is still trying to make this work. Hey, I... Really enjoyed uh, the show tonight. It really resonated with me. Uh, are, are you from around here? 
No, mate, I ain't from around here, but that's really cool. I'm glad you like the music. Always happy to make another fan. You want me to sign something for you? Uh. Like your, 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 like your pack? Your yeah. really well-defined pack? Yeah. I'll yeah, sign that for you. You would sign this pack. Yeah, I'll sign me. that pack for you. All right. Yeah, and, and he writes uh, in gothic script, G-O-R-E, and he puts a little line um, at the very beginning of it. With like a sl- like a half slash. Nice like a- penmanship. Thanks, mate. You know, I take great pride in like my attention to detail, like my lyrics, like my music, like my penmanship. Hey, I gotta get with the guys. Got that next stop on the tour. Nice to meet you, boy. Didn't get your name. Uh, my my name is Chet. Nice to meet you, Chet. He uh, he he pats you on the shoulder. Yeah. Um, yeah, the door closes. in like a really non-sexual way. <laughs> the door, the door closes, and the camera goes to Chet as he like backs up against the wall. He didn't like me, Chet. Do you know what that means? <laughs> it's time for your darkest self. Yes. Oh, oh no! No one, no likes, one likes no me. one likes you, Chet. I'm always oh, alone, <laughs> and I'll show them. <laughs> So just to read for the benefit of the audience, oh my God. Uh, I'm playing the mortal, and the mortal's darkest self is nobody understands you, nobody even tries to, you hold so much hurt for the people that you love, enough is enough. Betray them. Betray them is enough. So yeah, I'm going to like betray you you. <laughs> And all of you. <laughs> you back against the wall, have that moment, and then like turn slightly and Felicity's there like, oh, hey, where'd you go? <laughs> like you would care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Turns his back on her um, and walks out. Okay. <laughs> Vanessa, well, you heard that awkward Australian inter thing go yeah. on. Yeah. That was did, really... did you Did you find time to escape or did you decide to stay back there? Well, it was really embarrassing for Chet. Yeah. Just like one. Um, yeah, but it was. there's a there's a runaway option. So yeah. I can try and run away. Yeah, go for it. So I'm uh oh, so that's a seven. Ooh. But I, I subtract a volatile. Mm. Oh no, that's an eight. So I so I get a seven. So I get away but choose one. I run to something worse, I cause a big scene, or I leave something behind. So I think I think it's time we figure out what's going on out there. So I get away but i run into something worse okay absolutely Mm -hmm. so yeah sure enough you manage to like jimmy open a window Mm -hmm. and leap into the alley you land onto the top of a closed dumpster because you're too pretty to throw into a you know a real dumpster dumpster. and you slide onto uh the rain-soaked alley where (laughs) you're starting to get wet and your makeup's starting to run down and you land on something soft and it sends up a big puddle. But when you lift your hands up, they're covered in blood. <gasps> and you've landed on the corpse of some young girl. What? And she is missing her legs. What? And you see blue and red sirens at <gasps> both ends of the alley as policemen get out of their cars. Oh no! And storm down the alleyways, flashlight and gun drawn on you. Hands where we can see them. You gotta we use some magic. Oh, okay, I'm gonna get some magic. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast a hex. Oh my! I'm gonna cast a hex. Okay. Um. So let's see. I have to roll. Okay. 
Um, I have to. I'm going to meet the the target's gaze and chant at them in tongues, and then I'm going to cast wither, <laughs> which causes them to lose all of their hair or teeth, <laughs> or their period Jesus. arise unexpectedly. What? <laughs> and it's heavy, or their skin gets yellow and whatever. But it says whatever the specifics is, it's bad. <laughs> so I'm I'm rolling. Okay. For this hex. Okay. Well, there's just it's a it's a I'm gonna change it. Yeah. It's a it's a closed alley, mm-hmm. and there's just one police officer, okay. and he's okay. He's in so your he's way. gonna get the whole yeah. Brunt he's gonna of get the hex. whole a whole. Oh shebang. shit! I rolled a three. <laughs> that does not work. That is a terrible failure. So you you okay? So I mark one of these experience. Yeah. There we okay. go. Okay. You've got a gun pointed at you. Yep. Uh, and the policeman is definitely now on top of you. Uh-huh. You are covered in blood. Uh-huh. Um, standing, sitting on top of, of a legless corpse. <laughs> yep. I, I don't know. I think, I think you get arrested. Oh, no! I think that's, <laughs> oh, no! I think that's the, like, the logical thing here is that, like, you tried to do your thing. Uh-huh. And it didn't work, so he, he grabs you and puts the cuffs on you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I, I, I don't know what I, I gotta do. That's I, what happens. What ha, do I, God, what I am I? in prime position to betray her. Okay, well, then maybe I get one phone call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got a string, too. And I have, I, on, like, I have a string on everybody. I have two strings on Felicia, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use one of those strings. Okay, so we're going to advance the scene to the police off, the, the police station. Yep. And you are you are calling Felicia, is that correct? Yes. So your phone rings, Felicia. Sure. I pick up. Hey, bitch. Oh, hey. Is <laughs> it do people still do that? Yeah. Okay. Um so this is going to sound kind of weird. Okay. But I've been arrested for just being What? Like is misunderstanding are you okay i was just like on slash near a dead woman with no legs what and like what (laughs) but i just i need you to to come to the police station and get me out are they gonna let me pay bail on you for they're saying that they're gonna hold me without bail because i was found on slash near a dead woman with no legs (laughs) Right. So that I need doesn't you, sound like I need you to come to the right? police station and okay. get me out. Okay. I right? Because mm. I here's how do you think I'm going to do that? I don't care how you do that. And I think that's gonna be you using that string mm-hmm. to just I don't care how you do it. And sure enough, that's the time on the call. Click. And uh Felicia, you feel you know, you owe her. She let you into her home. She put you up. She 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 cares about you when Chet certainly doesn't seem to. And she needs you. <sighs> Close my phone. Where are you, Felicia, when you get this call, by the way? We didn't establish that, and it's kind of important. I think I'm back in our apartment. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say you're at the very, like, beginning of, like, opening your apartment. You're, like, still in the hallway. You're not in there yet. Yeah, so I'm right there. Uh, 
Hmm. Well, how am I going to do this, though? How does she think that I'm capable of just getting her out? I'm calling Chet. I'm calling Chet. So I walk into the apartment. Okay. As you walk into the apartment, Mm -hmm. a cold wind hits you in the face. (gasps) As you notice that those... One of those big bay windows mm-hmm. has been broken, <gasps> and there is glass everywhere, and the door to Tori's room has been smashed open and is, like, lying ajar and adjacent, um, and that there is a small, like, flickering of light coming out of there, maybe from, like, a single candle still in that room. In Tori's room? Yeah. I go and I kick the door open. Oh, okay. The room is just covered in blood. Floor to ceiling, just Freddy Krueger style blood explosion everywhere. No body. Um, but something terrible has happened here and there's just... So, someone has come in here and has done something something terribly bad as we are taking in this scene i do want to point out that sam said the door was ajar and also adjacent but but i do but it still does cut to that next scene of of felix kicking in a closed did you think i wasn't going to get the door open okay i am calling chet i'm taking the time to do this chet you get a call Mm -hmm. um ring ring so we we cut to where chet is and chet is in the mind to betray the people that he loves. So he <laughs> sees Felix uh, on there. He watches it ring and then he hits that little red phone uh, <gasps> denying the call. You feel so betrayed. Um, <laughs> you feel so betrayed. You feel so I betrayed. I fucking got you. <laughs> that That'll like, teach you to take me for granted. <laughs> that was the weakest betrayal I've ever seen. So much life. hurt in my oh heart. Oh my god. But that, you? But like to me, it just is like for Chet. That's what he thinks is like a huge betrayal. I didn't because take the he phone. is so needy. <laughs> you then you that, then text you then text betray- Chet and it says, "Hey, you there?" <laughs> and you see red at eight thirty five p.m. And then there's no little dots. Fuck yes! <laughs> oh, the pain train's coming around. <laughs> You thought Chet was everybody's punching bag, but he's not a punching bag. He's just something that you put energy into and don't get anything back from. Not a punching bag. Uh, Then I text him, hey, dangerous stuff is happening. Are you safe? Red. (laughs) Scene. But then there's little dots and then the dots go away. Yes! heartbreaking oh my god how will this friendship survive okay well then i can tell you how to survive i'll get in lethal danger yeah. <laughs> i go to vanessa's room <gasps> okay oh no yeah okay so sure enough you open up vanessa's door um which is not locked for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> You'd uh, think that it's very important to not go in there, but I leave it open. Uh, and it is pitch 
black in there, but you with your heightened feline senses. With my cat eyes. <laughs> my cat eyes. I can see better in the dark. Smell they don't. Okay, we we use this effect way too often <laughs> because I shouldn't have cat eyes. Yeah. Right. It doesn't make any no goddamn sense. sense. But whenever we can, we have pitch dark rooms and then green, not yellow, mm-hmm. eyes mm-hmm. F- fluorescent in the in the dark. Okay. Yeah. And you um you smell something coppery mm. in the air and you can see the outline of something on the bed lying there, headless, <gasps> unmoving. I turn on the light. And certainly enough, there is a small frame wearing a lab coat, complete with a little badge that says uh, Victoria Goldenstein on her. Well, I'm being framed. Can we just throw that out there? I am being framed. <laughs> we don't know anything about Vanessa. <laughs> but Vanessa is being framed. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, it, it looks like her. It looks like her. It looks like it, it. It's. I mean, it looks like it's the right build. It's the right shape. It's, sure. But there's no hat. Yeah. So it's a little hard. To, and you, know, you only know her a day. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, How long have I known Vanessa? We were in that sorority together. No, totally. You rushed sorority together like two days ago. So basically friends forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Sisters for life. Okay, okay. Except she's a really terrible sister. Like, she's nasty. Yeah, but we've known each other like five days? Yeah, a week. Sisters for life. Sisters for life. We've known each other a week. Well, actually, that was the the oath at Delta Delta. Sisters Sisters for life life. and afterwards. And uh, and you guys took the oath, but... you're the only ones left. So you really are sisters for life now. Okay. So I see this. Mm-hmm. I see the rest of her room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see your scarf. Mm. You see your scarf on a little idol. Chet put it back there after he so <laughs> pleasantly almost dipped it in water. Mm-hmm. That's upsetting, actually. Yeah. Make a, make, a, make a cold roll to avoid getting really upset about the fact that your sister for life uh, clearly has stolen something from you also possibly make a cold roll because someone you know was just murdered and you found their body She's trying to keep her cool yeah try to keep your cool okay so the first cold roll is uh, a 10 okay. or no a nine okay no an eight because of how that works right you're not good at keeping your cool mm-hmm. okay so you're not upset at vanessa okay now keep now make a cold roll for not getting upset that that, that it looks like little tori roommate. was just murdered and like <laughs> left in in vanessa's bed uh, um, oh, a five. Gonna... Okay, Uh-oh. that's not going to work. So that's a ex- point of experience for you. Okay. But also, um, you are not keeping your cool now. Um, for werewolves, work? I think that's a little different than it, or werecats, I believe that's a little different than it is for everyone else. Am I right, James? I am not sure. I have not read the werewolf sheet. So nothing on this part of the werewolf sheet says that. It's none of your individual werewolf moves? No. If you lose your cool, something doesn't happen. Mm, it doesn't. Okay. That's not prime so I'm dominance. Just gonna, I'm just going to give you a, a condition. Sure. And that condition is uh, on edge. Okay. So the next time you would like need to make a, a you know what? It doesn't need to have like a mechanical thing. Sure. You're just on edge. You are on edge right now. You might cat out at any moment. I might, <laughs> I might just turn into my darkest self real soon, <laughs> yeah, guys. Arching your back a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And you're alone. Claws out. But it doesn't feel good this time. Mm. 
Okay. Okay. So you you and you you're on edge and you feel an overwhelming need to get to that police station. I gotta get I gotta get Vanessa out. We gotta Vanessa find out what's going on. Out. Um, cool. Does anything look like it might help me get Vanessa out? She's got a lot of weird stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, she's here. got a whole bunch of weird stuff. Um, why don't each of you give me an item that's in Vanessa's room? Sure. Ooh. Um. She has a drawer full of little metal. Uh, charms that all seem to be like lit from within. Very cool. Okay. Um, I think she has like, I think she has a bunch of really, they're so cheap for us. So she has a lot of smoke bombs. Mm -hmm. She has a Pinterest hate board. (laughs) It's just a board full of things that she hates. How is that used? Is it physical or is it a physical? It's a physical physical, voodoo board. It's a physical voodoo board. Okay, but it's the style is Pinterest. So it's got a lot of twine, Mm -hmm. um, black twine, obviously (laughs) uh, skull motif, and it's lit by Christmas lights. Okay, and a black obsidian dagger. Okay, so I'm... That she got on that trip to Peru. Um, beautiful. So I'm taking the useful things. <laughs> You're not taking the Pinterest hate board? Not the Pinterest hate board? Not really effective. And then I'm... Uh, <laughs> on the Pinterest hate board, I am moving the police station onto it. Fuck yes! <laughs> yep. Love that she just had a picture of the police station. <laughs> just ready to go. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um... And then notice I'm jumping. But notice, notice mm-hmm. on the Pinterest hate board, by the way, that you're on there. Oh. But you're not connected to anything. It's like mm-hmm. she hasn't made up her mind yet. About it's like where hmm. you go. <laughs> and then I am jumping. Really crushing. I am not leaving out the front door at all. <laughs> and I also have not locked it. <laughs> I am going out the fire escape. Excellent. Okay. Let's do this thing. Uh, Sam, I would like to do something that's not really a move, mm-hmm. um, but since like she's got to get to the police station, I would like Chet to be put in the most dangerous location that he can possibly coincidentally be at this very moment. Okay. <sighs> Are you safe? Ignore. <laughs> no, and once again, you're betraying her by, by intentionally then. She said you. Are you safe? And you're like, am I safe? Not for long, <laughs> and you like dash towards danger. I'm trying to think like what the lab? Most, yeah, is the lab dangerous. I mean, it is the other location that we mentioned. It's the yeah. other location we mentioned. I mean, it could be. It could be a dangerous spot. Uh, yeah, the lab could be theoretical. I mean, there's chemicals and stuff in the lab. Um, are, you're not just gonna like throw yourself from a bridge. Or no, no. This Do you try like to that? like get on the tour bus of Gore and the Electric necro- Necromancers? Uh, maybe like it's so, a minivan, by the way. Oh, great. Yeah. So they're not, uh, yeah. They're not big enough for that. Uh, yeah, I think the thing that the pattern that I know from these TV shows is like I've made this decision to make this really be self-destructive and hurt mm-hmm. my friendships, and when characters make that decision they instantly put themselves in mortal danger and the way the relationships get repaired so that we can return to the status quo is getting saved from that danger so i just want to set myself up to be kidnapped or captured or just put in some lethal peril by my own idiocy okay yeah um 
Why don't you choose a location, James, and something terrible will happen to you there? That's that's real life, in fact. I think you can make that happen at most at most places. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I think I am going to head to the lab. Okay. I'm going to head to the lab because it's the other location that we mentioned. We visited it earlier in the episode. So yeah, makes we sense. have to go there. Okay. So when you go to the lab, are you going in through the front door? No, I'm going in through that secret entrance <laughs> flashback again yeah one two three four five i'll always love you chat i'll always love you <laughs> yeah okay you hit one two three four five on the uh boop, boop. secret boop. door it's not really a secret door it's it's just the boop, basement boop. entrance and it has a it has a code on it. I mean, that's that's how it's not secret is. Um, and you find yourself in a, a strangely lit laboratory. Um, Telsa coils all over the place, just beginning to spit lightning um, in in brief uh, like little spurts, and with that nasty Tesla coil noise that they that they make, mm-hmm. there are gurneys everywhere. Of course, there are. Yeah, uh, and they are all <laughs> shrouded. They're all shrouded gurneys, and you can see some slight movement in the darkness outside of your field of vision, but not quite well enough. This is actually what you can see by opening the door, by the way. It's yeah. like... All right, he opens the door and goes, Hello? Who's there? <laughs> you, uh, you, you hear nothing, okay? But as you turn around, you come face to face with a black leather chest and look up to see one of the electric necromancers... Who grabs you fiercely, shoves you into the dark, and closes the door behind us. And we go to commercial. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Cat uh, food. Food for cats. <laughs> yeah, this 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 program is brought to you by Vision Masters. Is that yeah. what I said? <laughs> yep. I think so. Eye Masters. Eye Masters. Eye Masters. Eye Masters. Bring you glasses. And our eternal sponsor and our lord and savior, cat food, the food the cats eat. Um, let's just go right back to Felicia. Felicia, how are you going to get Vanessa out of this? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm... When you said you took the useful stuff? Yeah. What does that mean? So... The I, obsidian dagger. Like, the obsidian dagger okay. and the smoke charm. bombs. Uh-huh. Did you take a metal charm that's glowing from within? Yes, okay. absolutely. I took how a metal many? Charm. <laughs> of the metal charms? Yeah, she says you're a drawer full she of She did. <laughs> so I took... I well, which one? Oh, which oh, one? God, James. <laughs> um, I took... What did you expect from me? <sighs> I took the one that... I took the cat's eye one. Okay. Of cursed you did. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Leave your own home. <laughs> uh, so I'm wearing that now. And uh, because of it, my stupid cat's eye effect is on all the time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I agree. Yeah. And my claws are out mm-hmm. uh, permanently. Um, and I just look like a little edgy. Yeah, you're on edge. Yeah. On edge. Yeah. Um, I got this dagger um, and I have it like in the... My jacket always had like a little sheath thing, which didn't make sense before. Right, but never. now we see was for the dagger. Was always for this specific dagger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Cat moon jacket with knife sheath. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, and I have the the 
the smoke bombs on a belt and I am currently crawling above the station <laughs> which looks like an old timey sheriff station yep. like it's got enough of that structure mm-hmm. um, it's just a single cell room in like, the back <laughs> yeah um, with, with, bars like on the, with bars on the window mm-hmm. but um, no glass on the window so <laughs> so that we get to have a talking to each other yeah, scene through the through the window before bars. <laughs> yeah. so before Vanessa, I you, attack it you hear um, you don't hear. You sense your own items slowly coming back towards you. Some of these sympathetic uh-huh. objects that you have, you can feel them coming closer. And sure, suddenly enough, Felicia's upside down head like bobs down <laughs> through the window as she like does something slightly yep. ac- acrobatic. What took you so long? Hey, Miss Witch. What's that supposed to mean? Uh, it means that you have a lot of stuff in your room. You went in my room? And it's a good thing that I did. There is a dead body in there. What? Yeah. What? Tori. What? Yeah. What? Uh-huh. Keep it down. You are in a jail cell. Yeah, I know I'm in a jail cell, okay? And I'm being framed. I just I'm told you that you're up. being framed and set up. No, you just told me there was a dead body. In my- I'm sorry. I'm being bitchy again. I'm really sorry. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know that sounded really bitchy, but I really do. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for thanking me. That's really nice of you, because you don't do that often. I do, too. No, you don't. That's a cold roll. That's a cold (laughs) roll. Yeah, there you go. Shut her down. Uh, no. Mm, No. Nope. Okay. Uh, Three. Okay, so you gain an experience. Cool. So I am not shut down. You are not shut down. You are, in fact, quite upset by that. How dare this upside-down Catwoman tell you that you are being bitchy to her and that you don't apologize enough? You apologize just the right amount. <laughs> Very rarely. <laughs> I, you're upside down. Shh, you're in. And outside. You're going to get and out. I'm still inside. I'm trying to this break you. This is literally the opposite of literally everything I wanted you Listen. to do. Listen. <laughs> what? I'm trying to break you, you out and you're going to get me noticed. Shush. You guys hear uh, uh, a, a I, bit I'm of a sorry. commotion? I, oh, I'm sorry. There's a bit of Did a commotion. Shush. <laughs> Do you? And this conversation is stopped by the commotion outside, thankfully. You're both very thankful, actually. Where it's like, they found another one. And then they say your address, wherever the heck that is. A decapitated girl. Get all units over there. And you hear two people stand up and like start to move that way. You gotta get me out of here before they get to the apartment. We have to, we have to, we have to hide or move the body or something. Okay. Is there something that you can do to take how, I'm, I am trying to get an idea, a read of how many people are in there so that I can take the rest of them out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. How many people are in there? There's like three. Three? Like three. Okay. <laughs> See you in five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you in five. <laughs> um, Chet, you wake up. Oh, please. Bound. Yep. Shirtless. Mm. But like half shirtless because like, they put a shirt. Like a, I think uh, they tore the top yeah. of my shirt yeah. off. So his abs the, the, sheet, the sheet is there so that like pectorals can still be seen. But like, look, I didn't want to say it, but uh, poor <laughs> Maxwell Stanton. Oh. Has not been keeping up with those apps. He hasn't oh. been doing that salmon ladder nearly enough lately. God. And they are upset. And so they're putting you in this thing where you're essentially like 
They're covering your abs. Oh, no. Yeah, the actor is, like, really getting his message that <laughs> he needs to get his shit together. Back on that salmon ladder, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and you are bound, and there are uh, electric necromancers all around you, just bustling around. Um, and they seem to be constructing something. You can't really see from your angle, but they are certainly carrying things directly out of your view the electric necromancers what have you done are you connected to those murders that we haven't established that i know about because <laughs> i know about them uh they don't respond to you in any way shape or form all right in fact they don't even seem to know really recognize that you are extant terry i need you now more than ever <laughs> And I am going to gaze into the abyss. Okay. And I am going to mark myself some harm to add two to my roll. Oh. Okay. And you have a plus one from carrying it forward from last time. Oh, that's true. Oh my yes. goodness. This is gonna be this is gonna be a hot, hot roll. That's a four plus four total mm-hmm. uh to my roll of seven. So that brings me <gasps> up to eleven. Wow, that's really good. Okay. So you gaze into the abyss, and in your version of gazing into the abyss is like remembering the, the times with Terry. But um <laughs> But it takes a dark turn this time. Oh no. Because as, as it does at one of every three times. times. No, no, sometimes sometimes it's these lovey dovey scenes that we never got before. But this time it's not Terry in your arms that you're remembering who's giving you the advice. It's that time when the mummy had taken Terry's body. And he still has his face. But this is like the answers that are coming to you. He's he's like petting your head. Uh, My sweet pet, no one can hold you except for me. If you just say my name aloud in the dark of night, I'll come find you whenever you need. Just say my name. God, and what's it? Can, it's Shulmanezer. 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 Okay, so we're going to take that. Instantly, we, we have another scene back with Terry, and now we're going to flash back to this is a scene with Felix and Spike's character and the, the professor. Mm-hmm. As they're, they're all sitting around him and going, okay, Chet, you can't say that name anymore. We've learned... That's right, Chet. If you ever say the name of Shulmanessa the mummy, a part of your soul could be forfeit forever. Isn't that right, Marie? She nods sagely at you because I can't do her voice. Yeah. <laughs> Felix, you want to add in on that? Yeah, you're there too, Felix. Yeah, just stop doing it. You say Terry, like, all the time. Just say Terry more. Yeah, just... Just always be saying Terry. In fact, if you can, try to forget the name of the mummy in the first place. You're very good at that, Chet. <laughs> and we cut we cut back to real life. And he's, you know, focusing on it. He's he's alone in this lab. He looks into the middle distance. I'm always alone. <clears throat> except for when I'm with you, Shulmanezer. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um, and a dark wind begins to blow, but we're gonna go back to the girls. You know uh, what wind is? Dark. <laughs> you know that thing, dark wind. Dark wind. Yeah. 
Warriors, Wizards, One Shot! On April 26th, Sunday, 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 the One Shot Podcast Network will be live streaming the Dungeon Dome. Four tag teams of adventurers will be locked in the Dungeon Dome, made to battle one another for supremacy. The Dungeon Dome will feature some of your favorite one-shot podcast talent, including Liz Anderson and Allie Barthwell as The Murder, Alex Manich and Courtney Crary as The Micanoise, Stephen Kropa and Mike McDowell as The Compass Cats, and Patrick O'Rourke and Aram Varshin from God's Fall as a mystery team. These tag team duos will battle each other live in Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition for your entertainment. Not convinced you want to watch yet? Let's check in with The Murder. All right, so I'm, I'm sitting here with The Murder. <coughs> preparing for their first battle in the Dungeon Dome. First thing I want to ask, what do you guys want to say to the people of New Celia, the people who are watching at home on the one-shot Twitch stream? What, what do you have to say to the nation? I just want to say that I'm the person that you've been watching this whole time. I mean, I've been going around from town to town, taking out local talent, taking out, you know, birds and, and other beasts, because I'm the bird that you heard about. That's right. The bird that you heard about is coming to you live. This is The Miz. Uh, it's at, my full name is Just The Miz. Just The Miz. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Just The Miz. Just The Miz. Just The Miz. Obviously, you've been doing a lot on the lower circuit. you got a huge fan following from the lower circuit. Yeah, man. Do you think you're ready to take it into the Dungeon Dome? Sure is. I'm just supporting you. Sure is. Just The Miz is going to be a, a real real killer. Right, and this is Mrs. Tag Team Partner. Dandy Gorton. Dandy Gorton. That's me. I'm 12 years old, and I'm ready to rumble. Don't punch me, please. Uh, now, Dandy, you know yes. there is a heavy chance that when you enter the Dungeon Dome, you could be punched and worse. Oh, what's worse than punching? I can't think of anything. The Dungeon Dome is over 120 yards long. Filled with hidden traps and hazards. And you will be fighting two lethal opponents who will be in that arena to see your blood on the ground. Oh, Oh, I heard about those opponents. Yeah, yeah, the Micah noise. The Micah noise. I'm going (laughs) to shut that noise down. By the end of this fight, they're going to be calling me the Spore Lord. Whoa, whoa. Heavy words. Now, there are a lot of fans out there, the Micanoids. They got a huge following. So? That's what you say to them, just so. I say so. Yeah, you know what? They hear about a a huge, huge following. It leaves a a lot of trash behind them when they're walking because there's a lot of people following. It's like praying, but it's not. That's a good first try, Dandy. (laughs) Really good first try. And what about those vampires? I don't like them. Ooh, well. I don't like them. You might have to face them in the second round if they manage to defeat their opponents. I don't think anybody's defeating any opponents because you just got a bunch of clowns Ah! walking around. (laughs) Now, you guys have obviously been combat trained for years. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are the pinnacle of lethal perfection in the ring. That's right. Do you have any sample of what what you might want to throw down on them, Uh, a move that you're going to throw out there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about the cloak and dagger? Let's talk about that. Yeah, Ooh, the, cloak the cloak and, and dagger. dagger. That's where I dress up like a big cloak and throw daggers. 
And then I pick up the daggers later. Good after, job, Dan. Very literal and litter conscious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want do you want to talk about about the 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 wings? Yeah, that's the one where we don't have wings, and then I get sad about it. Okay, that's a little bit more existential. <laughs> We're gonna have a lot of people watching at home. A lot of people who want to support you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What can they say to support you? What what chant? What do you want to hear from the audience uh, to lend you guys power? They could say, bird is the word. Bird is the word. You know what the word is? Is it bird? Yes! All right. So, you listening at home, if you want to support the murder in the Dungeon (gasps) Dome... No, bird is the word. Hashtag bird is the word. Should Put that in on Twitter. Should we pick something shorter for, just for this? Nope, the- too late. <laughs> All right. Too late. You are locked in for bird is the word. Right. They're not going to need that many other characters in, in their tweets That's about true. us. That's true. That's true. And if you win the Dungeon Dome Championship oh. and you get your wish, what do you think your wish is going to be? I'm going to build a flying machine. As I understand it, you've tried to build a flying machine before. I, I did try. And because of that experiment, I now, and only me, I'm the one with magic powers. Don't get it mistaken. I have magic powers. That's right. I don't want to, anyone to, to think or insinuate that I somehow don't have magic powers yes. because I do. Just the Miz has every magical power in our duo. That's and right. I am just here for mental and moral support. Nothing more. That's right. So, I want to be able to build a flying machine and show the haters out there that I can fly. I know I'm a bird with no wings, but that doesn't mean I don't have a heart. You definitely fly and have a heart, too. And a spirit. A spirit and a soul. That soul's going to soar. And morals and and values. Well, those are emotional words. I know they've sunk in with a lot of our listeners. If you're out there listening and you support the murder for the upcoming Dungeon Dome Championship, be sure to use the hashtag bird is the word. Bird is the word. Or short, maybe just hashtag bird. Who knows? Maybe both. Just uh, to save your save your characters. I don't know. Thanks for being considerate dandy. Thinking about people's character count. Both. Let, let's have two hashtags. Hashtag bird. Hashtag bird is the word. You Both of those things. Hashtag bird question mark. And then your answer is the other hashtag. Bird is the word. So we made it longer. That's great. <laughs> no, no, it's just everyone. We'll, we'll clarify it later. It's fine. All right. Thank you, guys. And be sure to catch the Dungeon Dome coming up February the 26th. Don't miss your chance to see the murder and our other competitors in live Dungeons and Dragons combat this February the 26th, streaming from the Pocket Dimension in Chicago, Illinois, on twitch.tv slash one-shot-rpg. And now we return you to Monster Hearts 2. So we just have an elaborate fight scene that took up so much of our budget so much of the budget so like uh, a smoke bomb Mm -hmm. rolls in through the door okay um and three the three dudes look at it Mm -hmm. uh as the the wick comes down and sets off in like multicolor smoke it's one of those okay and then Felix drops in through the sun roof that they have going in in this jail. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, they do. Because they, they do. Did. Like they For do. All those sunny days and in Rhode Island. Not, not a skylight. Yeah. A sun roof. 
sure. So it Thank retracts. You. It retracts. <laughs> it slowly I retracts. I didn't have the word. I don't know, man. No, Kat. The thing, you the thing that you actually said <laughs> is, is funny. true it's and better. made it better. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she starts fisty cuffing with them. Like one gets out uh, his, what, billy club? Yeah. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, the two riot police that they have guarding, uh, yeah, guarding uh, that's guarding Vanessa. Uh, they they have a shield and a and a billy club each. You easily dispatch the the beat cop, but, of course. But to to take these guys out, you're going to need to make a lash out physically roll. Cool. And then we'll describe some more of how you do that when you succeed. Do you get to add to it? Yes. Yeah, she's very good at this. This is where she's a Viking. A uh, nine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So. One of these guys is is toast in a heartbeat. So how um, do you how do you dispatch this riot cop complete with shield and so being um, aware that the fight choreography is CW fight choreography? <laughs> well, I don't watch CW shows, so I imagined this was good. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, I I figured. She's the chosen, so this is what she's here to do. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so I figured that, it, like, he came at her with the shield and went over, and then she, like, flipped flipped him, you know, mm-hmm. like, grabbed the shield over and, um, uh, f- yeah, flipped him, like, into the wall and then grabbed the club and hit him on the head and then started doing Eskrima stick stuff. Okay. Um, against the the other cop. Eskrima, very popular in the CW. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, um, sticks are cheap. Ah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so you, you knock out this one very easily. I want Vanessa to have a chance to do something cool to the, to the now distracted uh, police officer if she so desires. Well, Sounds good. I need to know why I'm being targeted for this crime that I did not commit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cast a ring of lies and then interrogate the police. And so because I'm also going to say that this adds my transgressive magic power because it goes against society's moral standards to target the police and believe that they are innate liars, <laughs> which I personally believe. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> which okay. society? Yeah. Okay. So I get to, I roll and I get to add one. Ooh, Ooh. I rolled an 11. Okay. I rolled a 10. Yeah. I got to add one. So I am to this police. So now if he lies, he will hear a piercing ringing noise. And the bigger the lie, the bigger the piercing and ringing. Okay. So Felicia successfully just smacks him up against the wall, has her ex- has his excrema stick slash the obsidian dagger, like, smashed into him. His helmet's off. He's panting and can't breathe. And she's just so much stronger than him. And you're- She takes the dagger out yeah. and puts it up against his throat. Okay. And now you're going to ask him some questions. Yeah. Go for it. But, like, why, though? <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. We have him against the cell, yeah. and you're just in his ear. But, like, why, though? But, like, why, though? I don't know what you're talking about! You know. You know what I'm talking about. We found you on top of a corpse! Dude, yeah, like, I know the how. I'm asking, like, they the They found why. another corpse in your apartment! <laughs> No, again, you're answering like how and like what? You're a perfectly logical suspect. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're a perfectly Why? logical suspect. No. Yes, you are. Who? It's not a lie. She didn't call nine one one. Who called nine one one? 
It was an anonymous tip. Yeah, some girl, but you like trace- some girl calls an anonymous tip in from well, the theater. Some girl from the theater. Would you describe her voice as mousy? Yeah, yeah, mousy. Yeah. Did she uh, seem basic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm not hip enough to know what that means. Who authorized the warrant? The judge, because you are a perfectly logical suspect. Okay, like, fine. Tori's not dead. I don't think Tori's dead either. What do you want me to do with this pig? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, just like kill him or whatever the fuck. Okay. Slice. Whoa. (laughs) Okay. This show is hard. I did not expect that. That was not what I expected, but okay. I'm escaping from prison. I, we have to kill him. This show is going hard. Yeah. 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 This one is a message episode. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we this, have very, to, we... this very special Valentine's Day episode is also <laughs> a message episode about- Tori is alive. She just- We had a lot of fun today, but you can't trust the police. <laughs> and you have to destroy them. <laughs> That's the message I want the preteens of America <laughs> to absorb. The police are not infallible. <laughs> So, and so you should kill and them. So you should kill and them. So when they're right. wrong, you should kill them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that going out attached to my name. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so Tori is trying to frame me for these murders. So Tori is in deeper in something horrible. I'm just gonna start. Let's just start connecting the dots, okay, guys? There's people with body parts missing. The lead singer of Gore and the Necromancer said he was gonna build a perfect bride. Tori was putting up flyers. She was trying to lure pretty girls to that show. She tried to lure us to that show. Why is Tori involved with this? Why is Tori, like, obsessed with us? I don't know. She's your roommate. I mean, I guess she's my roommate, Yeah, too, she's but, like, our roommate. How long have you known her? What's her deal? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, there's just, like, a lot of thrashing and, like, sounds of ritual animalist, animal sacrifice. And, like, sometimes her eyes change colors. Like, they become solid black with clear cores. I don't know. I just thought she was, like, weird or from, like, Connecticut or something. <laughs> that doesn't check out. Well, yeah, I realize that now. <laughs> that I'm being framed for murder. Okay. Okay. <laughs> When you just <laughs> executed a police officer, I'm I'm fairly being accused of murder. I listen. That one of those was in self defense. The other two women with body parts were not self defense, and I was being framed for those. Fair. Right. We have to find Tori. Where did she say she worked again? <laughs> that lab. Oh, right. The one where you have biology. Let's go there. Okay. Okay. It's all converging at the lab. I use the dagger to to just effortlessly <laughs> knock open her prison cell. In fact, you you do easily. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We all we we're going we're going to the lab. It's all coming together at the lab. Yeah. Okay. There's seeds now. There's seeds planted for next They're season. They're germinating. They're germinating. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you guys jump onto Felicia's my bike. Bike. <laughs> right. She my had a motorcycle bike? last uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. Onto her motorcycle and zoom across campus towards the uh, towards the lab, um, the Chapel Field Lab. Around maybe a block away from it, the air quality goes down significantly. 
Oh. It's like real dark. It's dark. There's grit in the air. Um, it's really windy, but like it's not really breathable. It's like strange. Dark. It's a dark wind. It's a dark <laughs> wind blowing. Yeah. But there's actually grit in the air. A significant Ooh. amount of grit as like. As if something is maybe being burned. I wouldn't say that. I'd say more like dry a horrible heat. dry heat was blowing a sandstorm around the building. Hmm. Okay, like I don't want to like. I'm. This is not me trying to like name drop or anything. Yeah. But. When I was in Egypt with DJ Khaled, like that <laughs> is what the air felt like. Like we were, it's like we're in a desert and I don't know what, like some sort of like dark Egyptian desert. Huh. I pause the bike and kick, pick, kick back the kickstand, the kickstand and look up at the moon and bathed in the moonlight. I pull out my second pair of glasses, <laughs> put them on and think back. And I'm going to gaze into the abyss. Okay. Gaze, gaze into the abyss. It's a big success. It's a big su- success. Okay. Um, what are you what are you asking? 9 plus 3 12. Um, let's see. You uh you carry one forward and you get lucid visions for this. Oh man. Cuz you rolled so well. I, yeah, I don't know how this mechanically works. So you can ask me a question uh so you you name what you're looking for. And you, so you, what are you looking for? I want to know if this has happened before. Mm. Um, because we, we fought yeah, this. You yeah, you fought, I, yeah, sure. When the mummy was afflicting black Port Rhode Island with his 10 plagues. Yeah. Absolutely. This horrific sandstorm darkness thing happened before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is, this is weird. This shouldn't be happening. That guy's dead. You right. killed him yourself. Okay. You get plus one for dealing with this in the future. And in fact, you have a very clear vision of stabbing uh, Shulmanezer Terry in the chest uh, last season on Sarcophagus. Right. This is the season finale. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I take off my glasses and look back at you. Uh, look, can you call Chet? He's being really weird and won't won't answer his phone right now. But... There's this thing with his old boyfriend and then this mummy and it got, it got real intense. And, uh, if he's doing something, I just, you don't have to say anything else. Cause like, again, I don't mean to name drop, but when I was in Egypt with DJ Khaled, uh-huh. he <laughs> fell in love with a mummy princess and like, ugh. Like, DJ Khaled is already, like, kind of a lot, but when he was in love with the Mummy Princess, he was, like, a lot. And he was doing the most. This was a made-for-TV movie starring (laughs) DJ Khaled, who's trying to break into acting. Yep. Uh, And he also loves the show. He loves Sarcophagus. And you've met Chet. So, like, you know. Yeah, him doing even more than what he's doing now would be insufferable. So could you call him? Yeah, I'll call him. What do I have to do anything to call him? No, you just call him. Um, The phone rings. Hello. Chat. No. Who's this? No, who's this? You're on Chet's phone. Who's this? No, who's this? No, you don't start with me. No, I I don't start with you. I called you. I grabbed the phone. Hello. Down. (laughs) Hello, Felicia. Is is it? It's Terry. Terry. Well, kind of. 
It's nice to hear from you again. It's nice to hear from you. What are you doing back? Nothing much. We'll see each other soon. Wait. Chet's inside. Bye now. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Who's Terry? Terry's Chet's ex-boyfriend. No, it's like... You also have to say he's dead. You have <laughs> to say that dramatically. And he's dead. What? We don't cut out the dead. We cut off the what? <laughs> right. So we, we flash over to Chet, who's inside the building. Um, you're coming back to yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, you said the name. You don't remember what happened afterwards. Yeah. But the room of the lab that you're in, from what you can see, has been flooded with sand. Just like there's black <laughs> sand everywhere. Um, and your restraints have been destroyed. Um, there's a large metal door sealed behind you, which you know goes further into the lab. Two of the Tesla coils are just still trying to spit out electricity, but they're covered in grit and sand. And the electric necromancer who had knocked you out, who was running around the room, he has been ripped apart by, uh, by the sandstorm. And you can see that underneath his leather, uh, garb, uh, it's, it's, it's a long dead corpse. It's a long dead corpse composed of the bodies of other creatures that have been put together to form these musicians. You can see that the arms and the legs, they, they don't fit together well. And that the only reason you couldn't tell this before was because the weird death metal gimp costume that he was wearing was so uh, creative. He looks so much hotter with the costume on. Yeah, he's really not hot now. <laughs> Exposed bone and some gristle and a decaying face. I mean... Normally, this works for me, but uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's like really what you're into. Yeah. Um, and at that, uh, Felicia comes swinging in, like through the door, knife in hand. Felicia, and, why are you here? And light and Vanessa, how do you enter a room? I just kind of like I the doors just open ahead of me, mm -hmm. and a carpet like unrolls, unfurls before my step. When I'm, like, in my mode, okay. getting ready to throw down. All like Vanessa, you're list. here, too. <laughs> Why are you guys here? Um, I'm straight up being framed for murder. So, like, we need to just, like, address that. Why? One, did you not pick up your phone? That's very hurtful. Super rude. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting back together with your ex? I don't think that's any of your business since you don't care about me, apparently. Um. I was strapped to this slab here in this darkened room, and all of a sudden you guys are here, but you're not here for me. There are cultists around? My not psychologist yet. Yet. is, like, my psychologist is right. I am always alone. Chet, and she goes to slice through one of the straps. Mm -hmm. Can I? Can I? Does it work? Yeah, easily. I am cutting you off of the slab right now. I was getting Vanessa out of jail. I was texting you the whole time trying to get you to pick up your gosh darn phone. And you were being super rude at the concert. I don't know, you guys. It's just last year when, when Terry died, I, I just didn't think I could go on. And since then, I've sort of been drifting through life and... I guess I've been taking a lot of things for granted. 
old friends and new. You think I haven't felt the same way drifting through life? You, but, but your I know, life is I perfect. Know. My life looks perfect. My dad owns a dealership. You know DJ Khaled. Yeah. We're like, I haven't talked to him in a while, but like, we're still cool. Chat, you have things to live for. Maybe the person you're looking for is in front of you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. What kind of role is that, Vanessa? Is that <laughs> you're a, turning is that a, me on? I think you turn someone on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Set up this new dynamic <laughs> for season three. <laughs> so that's a, a seven role. I gain a string on them unless they choose a reaction from below. Nope, you got that string. Yeah. <laughs> More strings on. So James. now I have two strings on James. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Okay. Oh no, no wait. Uh, actually, never mind. Oh, you no. don't have that string. I give myself to you. Yeah. That's all it takes with Chet. That's literally <laughs> all it takes with Chet. Beautiful. Well, when do we have sex, or are you just giving yourself? <laughs> no, no. We have to, we have to get to that. We have to get to that. We have okay. to, we have to get out of this. So no. So okay. I want you to describe exactly what it means by you, what it means when you give yourself to someone. Not graphically, like <laughs> PG thirteen level. Like what is what does this scene look like? Okay, well, I mean, she said maybe the answer's been in front of your eyes the whole time. And we sort of look at Chet, and, and you can see in the reflection in his <laughs> eyes, sitting there, is Vanessa. Um, and he he's just sort of, like, grabs at his, at his heart area. Um, <laughs> heart area. Yeah. Heart and area. he's giving, like, the most amazing doe-eyed stare you can say a lot of things about the acting abilities <laughs> for maxwell stanton but his eyes are enormous <laughs> that's and not even an acting ability you can say what you want about him he has big he has old eyes he's got big old eyes uh and they collect light like fucking diamonds um so he gives you this big, wet, sparkle-eyed stare and goes, maybe it has. And uh, he steps off the slab. Okay. Let's get you not framed for murder anymore. <laughs> Murders that I knew about, though we never had a com- conversation <laughs> establishing that I did. Okay, that would be great. But um, she gestures around to all of the sand. Not everyone's here, though. What? Not the point at all she was trying to make. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't follow, Chet. <laughs> there were four electric necromancers, and we see only two bodies here. No, that's not... Is that not... That's not... Again, that, we're... I feel like you might have started something else here. Oh, this. Oh, the sand. I said... I may have said some things and then I don't really, there's like kind of a, I browned out for a bit. And then when I came back, you what, guys were coming through the door. Where's your phone? Who's your phone? Oh, like, I don't know why I have to be cute. Uh, but can, can Terry you, has your phone. Can one of you call my phone? Ter- Terry has your phone. Terry? Yeah. He's alive? I don't know. Maybe. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay. I did say the mummy's name earlier. Right. Okay. Let's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get Vanessa, and Vanessa not you framed might not know for about murder. This, but when we say the mummy's name, it summons him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've read books about Egypt. The mummy's name. I is read Shul a book about Egypt when I. I, I, I oh! 
Sorry. Listen, I, I keep don't, doing that. I don't mean to name drop. At and all. we lose a portion of your soul every time that that happens. Do you remember? Do you remember when we talked to the professor about that? Like a lot. I, I could lose a portion of my soul every time. Yeah, but like when someone says it in that way, it's like kind of obvious. It's like that. Oh, cultists. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, sure. <laughs> yeah. The door bursts open, and the remaining electric necromancers, along with uh, uh, along with a few more hastily constructed corpse constructs, kind of begin to pour into the room. Um, three of them lunge desperately for Felicia. One of them goes after Vanessa, and one of them goes after Chet. So, tell me how you are. Lashing out, defeating these things, uh, what you're going That's to easy. do. It's easy. I am definitely going to lash out physically. Okay. Um, and I rolled a 12. Okay. Um, Chet is a master of Greco-Roman wrestling. He is. I remember this. <laughs> um, so he gets in a lot of like very close compromising positions, just like really deep in there with this necromancer. <laughs> And he puts, like, it, it, it's a wrestling across the floor. And, you know, obviously it's interspersed with all the other combat shots from Vanessa and Felix. They're bumping on tables. Tesla coils are, are falling down around them. Uh, but he puts that necromancer in a submission hold. And eventually uh, the corpse turns to a black necromantic sludge. Mm. Okay. Excellent. Oh, shoot. Felix fails. She fails to lash out. More like Felix. Uh, yeah, you she can only gets do a lap. James, take a, a lap. Would a you take a lap? <laughs> it's not what that is. Check off, check off that experience. Check off that experience. She gets a six. So what does that do? That's a failure, okay. um, which means you take a harm in this case. Mm-hmm. Mm. Harm. But I think that um, I might a bad thing might happen to me. Did you you failed to lash out physically? Yeah. Is that you're triggering your darkest self? I think so. Oh, oh no! Yes! 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 She transforms into a cat. I transform into a cat. How big is, is that? The what cat? this actually is? I think so. Okay. How big is the cat? Like a like a house cat or a person sized cat? Like a person sized cat. I turn into a wear cat. Okay. Yep. I'm back in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, so what are these things coming at me? Um. More electric. Ne- it's just more of these gimped out uh, black zombie, black leather zombie uh, things. The guys that were playing music at the concert. Um, okay. Which, when you guys came in, you also saw that they're just, they're stitched together corpses inside of these horrible things. Right, right. They're probably not actually necromancers, but they are called They've the been necromanced, yeah. probably. Right, okay. Well, you gotta describe your transformation. Because, like, you, you get hurt in that cause you to transform right yes That's sort of what happened here yeah so uh one of the so you have your obsidian knife and yeah i think so i like i did a somersault did you try to do the scarlett johansson and not quite do it yeah that's uh, exactly what God happened i try many to... people try to do that move and it never it doesn't it doesn't always work it's not good no it's not a good move it's she a bad move. tried yeah <laughs> and it didn't and she yeah. like tried to so she like legged yeah. up on and, and then tried swung to around. swing and you just with the knife. smacked yourself into a Tesla coil. Oh Ooh, no. no! And got a got a little shocked and smacked and knocked and out. Then, and you've already been on edge. This that's, show, by the way, I do you want to uh, point out, is so crass that when she gets electrocuted, you see her skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then she falls down right uh-huh. into a heap, and yeah. then when you look up, 
you have the stupid cat eye effect. Yep. And then and the fangs you realize start coming out. That the fangs, right? And then she like is in a a little shaky, and uh, they they don't have a good enough budget to make it any good. So she starts getting all a little bigger. Yeah, you know? yeah. But we've been waiting this whole time for the jacket effect. Yes. The jacket effect is all that we can do cool. <laughs> um, so she's like hunched over um, and uh, the seams of the jacket pop up. Pop up. Um, and there's not a ton of fur. There's fur, but it's like close to the skin fur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that like peeks through the seams of the stuff. Um, but the jacket loses the sleeves and turns into a vest um, that has way more vest like um what extra vest fur yeah vest fufura yeah. Yeah. and vest fur um nice. there's probably extra rivets than had been on the previous oh, yeah. garment yep um so based they stands up and cracks her back and her knuckles and just has these huge claws do have kind of an important question yeah based on this show's weird <laughs> sexual you know tendencies mm-hmm. oh yeah does she have a cat's number of breasts? <laughs> or just two big cat titties? Or is titties? it just two big cat titties? No, it's definitely multiple t- <laughs> Multiple. What, so six? Six. Yeah, six. Yeah. Six, okay. Six, six boobies. <laughs> <laughs> this producer, we've, we've discussed this previously, he's a weird guy. <laughs> this, guy uh, this guy just made some serious money and was like, I want to see all of my fetishes on screen. Yeah. <laughs> and the this show is just teens. a vehicle for fetishes. Is, it's not enough for me to just like get on one of those websites where you can order your own video. Uh-huh. I want the world to see what I'm into. <laughs> the white undershirt is gone. Yeah. So it's yep. just the jean jacket. With like with the jean over. over. So yeah, it's like it covers. three cleavages yes. of <laughs> Cat titty. It's beautiful. It's. I mean, if it's it, something to behold. Six layer if it weren't bra. so uh, like yeah. abhorrent, it would be yeah. something beautiful. That six layer bra is really impressive right now. Oh my god. Okay, and so, but but this is not a good thing. This is a scary thing because your darkest oh, yeah. self means you're not in control of no this terrible feline. If anyone attempts to stand in my, I, I should read it. Yeah, for mm-hmm. people. At Please home. read it for the people at home. You transform into a terrifying. It says wolf, but we all know right. this is we a all cat. Know what it means, <laughs> You crave power and dominance, and, tho- uh, and those are earned through bloodshed. If anyone attempts to stand in your way, you, uh, they must be brought down and made to bleed. You escape your darkest self when you wound someone you really care about or the sun rises, whichever happens first. Ooh. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vanessa. I'm casting more wither hex. I'm going to try again. Okay. I'm going to make these weird zombies get their period. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Some of them got to be women. That is my favorite. Fuck, I rolled a three. I'm really bad at wither. So I get another experience. What happens now? Um, I think we're going to give them a chance to save you, but I think the two of them grab you and start to drag you back towards the room. (gasps) No. No. So I'll give both Chet. Well, actually... Well then, maybe I'm not going to give. I'm not going to give Felicia a chance to do this because she craves power and dominance. She's not in the mood to to help you out. No. Um, we just had that Chet, connection earlier. Yeah. yeah. But actually, Chet, you're not fixed from your darkest self yet, are you? Uh, I don't know when it's... How, how does it end? Only seeing the pain that you're causing your lover will <gasps> se- will let you escape your darkest self. 
This but is. But he's not my lover. We just. So think... I am not. You're not my true love. Right. I, I have a true love, and that's Terry. However, lover is not. It didn't that's say true. true love. It said yeah. lover. But well, I think. Can I, I? I think you have to betray her before you can see the harm you're doing to her. I was going to try and just for the hell of it turn him on more. And see if that will inspire oh, well, more I, I, I mean, feelings. like, obviously, they kind of rip your nice-looking clothes while they're grabbing at right, you. Right, right, So that right, we right. get some, like, you know, we got the furry that, fetish yeah. for, for <laughs> yep. some people, but, like, the rest of them. So, I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn, James. Like, part I of think... me thinks you, you haven't gotten out of being a self-absorbed jerk prick yet. Um, but at the same, because you didn't really, really do the harm. I think what needs to happen, Sam, mm-hmm. is I need to be given a binary option. She okay. needs to be dragged out of the room there, and I feel like I need to see the mummy or some hint of it over on the other side of the room, and I should have to roll keep my cool to see if I can make the right decision in this moment. Okay. I, I accept that. So we'll we'll go with that. You did say the name a second time, even as a joke. Yes. Um and as a result, yeah, they, they begin to drag the drag Vanessa out of the room, um, and that wind blows again, and you hear Chet, Chet, and you turn around and only to your eyes is Terry standing in full uh Assyrian mummy regalia at the doorway with his hand outstretched. Um, and you know in your heart of hearts that if you guys want to be together right now, all you have to do is step away towards him and let them drag this woman off to whatever fate awaits her. Um, and Felicia, <clears throat> whatever fate awaits her too. Since, yeah, she's in full cat mode, but these things are dangerous. So I've got to roll cold yes, on this. And my cold that. is minus one. <laughs> Curious how this Before anybody holds out hope <laughs> that you will do the right thing here. Oh no 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 no! That is a four. Oh no. Okay, so that's a fail. Um, and so Chet, rather than rather than running to save Vanessa, you are overcome by your desire to be with Terry. Yeah. So Chet like gets up. The the black goo is dripping off of his body again. That's like another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Another fetish. He, he he walks across the room hip in a hypnotic trance mm-hmm. uh, towards the mummy, uh, towards oh, no. the spirit. And as he's approaching him, uh, like I think in the distance he can hear the screams of Vanessa. And I feel like rather than – and Sam, you can tell me whether you like this or not. Rather than being fully surrendered from the mummy – to the mummy at that point – he snaps out of his trance only in time to realize that he is too late to help in this situation. Yeah, I, I accept that. Yeah, so certainly you, you reach the door, and it's going to be a little crueler than that, actually. Excellent. Um, because your hand reaches for Terry's hand, and it passes through it like sand. Oh, and yeah. the mummy smiles at you and says, One more time, say my name, and blows away on the wind. Uh, and you know in your heart of hearts that the next time you say his name, not only will you be with him, but your soul will be lost forever. Perfect. Okay. So, Felicia. Yeah. What do you... I mean, I don't have a choice yeah, in the you're matter. In murder mo- you're in murder I, mode. I gotta, I gotta tear up everybody. Yeah. Just everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! I don't. 
That's six again. You know what? But I'm going to give you a bonus. Okay. Because uh, you are in murder mode, and for some reason... And I got plus one, actually, so it's seven. Okay. Either way, I was going to give you a bonus. Cool. Because you're in your darkest form, mm-hmm. um, like, crazy cat kill thing. Cool. A few zombies are nothing for you. Yeah, you, you tear two of them apart with a single swipe of your claw. Oh, awesome. And with the dagger, you pick it up and, and backhand toss it into the one that was, like, coming up behind you again. And it goes right between its eyes, and it sinks into the Tesla coil, and the thing just lights on fire and explodes. And, like Han Solo yeah. in The Force yeah. Awakens. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, jeez. You didn't, Spoilers. Know, you didn't know that it was there, and you just tossed it back. Yep, yeah. just toss it back at the... They, they go... They have fun. They have fun in those. Yeah, they're having fun. They're having they're having a lot of fun. Um, what I I want to know what color the fur is. Your fur? Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking red, like a like oh, a her tiny, hair is red. You're, you're yeah. a redhead, so I, I assumed you were kind of like a red, like a tomcat. Tomcat. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. like uh, okay. you're like a Garfield. Like a real <laughs> like a real Garfield like cat. <laughs> How pleasant. Like orange. I was thinking, like, yeah, like orange Buster. fur. Oh, good. You're like Johnny's cat. Good. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, uh, and there's like gratuitous things of her like licking her teeth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's not. And it's ripping not. someone's throat out with her. Sure. Yep. And yeah. black yeah. necromantic goo. Yeah. goo everywhere. Where goo sexy wear cat lives. Okay. Loving it. Uh, Vanessa, you have one more chance to lash out physically as they are attempting to. Okay. They're attempting to fasten you to one of those same slabs. This is. And you can n- hear two people uh, above you on the catwalk. Uh, this is not lab, my strong suit. Is lashing out physically. So I mean, you could try to wither one of them again Ugh. if you wanted to. Let's just try lash out physically. We haven't <laughs> tried that. I'm only going to lose one. Let's see what happens. Oh, oh! nice. Okay, so that is an eleven. It's a ten. Okay, that's a great success. Yep. So you manage to free one arm, send an elbow into the solar plexus of one of these zombie yep. creatures, which just the force of it manages to trip it into the other one, and you spin out of their grasp. Yep. And you look up, and on the catwalk above this final thing, There's you see you see a, uh, a the the final uh, the final beer that they are assembling whatever yep. it is on. You see gore. Standing there. Yep. And you see next to him, Tori. I her fucking knew it. Her lab coat, her <laughs> hair uh, is in a straight shot. Yes! Oh, ah! damn it. Amazing. Um, uh. And she's wearing, she's wearing Kat's, uh, Felicia's glasses uh-huh. still, but she's replaced the clear lenses with blood red goggle yes. lenses uh-huh. and turned them into goggles that she's fastened to her head. And uh. she's laughing maniacally. <laughs> And pointing at you, now you'll pay. Now you'll pay for all the snide comments and all the stupid, hateful things you've said. Tear her apart! This bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. Well. And that gore leaps down from... uh... (laughs) Gotten the joke yet? Gotten the joke yet? (laughs) Okay. We'll get to Gore it and Tori? There's a lot of jokes. We'll get okay. to it. Okay. Gore leaps down, uh, and and he's going to rush at you. And he's going to attempt to lash out. Can I have some dice? He's actually he's actually an NPC, as opposed oh, okay. to... Uh, mm-hmm. as well, opposed an NPC to still doesn't need to roll. If you want to oh. do harm, you just do that harm. Okay. So he's, he's, he's going to do a point of harm to you. To me? Yes. Okay. Um, as he... Oh, no. 
lunges forward at you. He pulls out uh, a microphone and whips it around his head, uh, <laughs> attached to to the to the cord still, and whaps you a good one r- right on the side of the head. It's like he's doing some kind of nunchuck thing with it. Okay. Well, let's see. What can I do? I gotta. I gotta. Well, I gotta keep my cool. Okay. And I and I and I'm th- think I'm pretty good at that. No, I'm not. Oh no! I got a six. Okay. I don't keep my cool. So you're gonna go full on berserker at him. Okay. Okay. So rather than doing the smart thing in this case, which would probably be to sit back, cast some spells. Yep. Maybe run to the other room where the horrible cat monster is. Who knows? Uh, you just lunge at his face. Okay. Uh, and just try to claw it right the clean off. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Hmm. You do. Okay. Ooh. You just grab his at his face. Hell yeah. And rip it right off, Oof. revealing a titanium chrome skull. Oh. What? Some kind of like twitching... Uh, electric he's, eye. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's a, like a Terminator face. Yeah, and there is an eye right in the uh, middle of his forehead. Oh shoot! He's got a third eye. Oh snap! Okay, I'm sorry. A letter eye. A letter, letter eye. eye. Oh, okay. He's an Igor. He's Igor. Got it. God damn it! That's beautiful. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think I just have to destroy him. Yes, but and we're gonna get back to you in a second. We're gonna. Okay. Why I couldn't turn him on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not. It's not that Maxwell Stanton has lost it. Has lost it. He hasn't, guys. <laughs> okay, Chet. Not Chet either. Maxwell Stanton. Maxwell Stanton, <laughs> the real hero of this story, the story of an actor getting his groove back. <laughs> All right. So we're cutting back to Chet. Mm-hmm. His this vision of his lovers turns to dust before his eyes. He hears screams from the next room, uh, and he knows. That not only did he put his soul at risk, he put his friends at risk. Mm. His friends who care about him. Who he's been ignoring for this entire day. (laughs) One (laughs) This one whole day. Two hours. Like Like these last two hours, you've been a real right jerk. Those were precious too. (laughs) But that's Um, enough to snap you out of your darkest self. You've finally seen the damage that you have harmed with your... With your cruelty. And Why didn't you pick up your phone, Chet? <laughs> Why didn't you pick up your phone? Says the gigantic cat monster <laughs> as she's eating the corpses of her fallen prey. Chet looks at the situation and he knows what to do. And that's what he does best. And that's absorb abuse. Uh, <laughs> so Chet walks up to this cat monster. Felix, I know you're in there. Beneath those whiskers. Felix, can you hear me? We need you. We need you now more than ever. Last year, last year we told you that you're the chosen one, that you're going to save everyone. I need you, and Vanessa needs you. In that next room, there's some horrible necromancer stuff. We've got to get you to save us. And he, like, walks... Towards this cat, which I'm sure is just bristling. Yeah, that she's got her hackles completely up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't decide which version I like of this more. Whether she's like completely feline and feral, or whether you're speaking to her like she is 
and she's not. She's clearly <laughs> completely in control, and you're just pissing her off so much that when you walk, that when she walks up to you, sure enough, she rolls her she eyes. She just takes a swipe, yeah. Whoa. swipe at you. <laughs> I caught that. Mm-hmm. I hit the microphone for those of you listening at home when I swiped. Uh, all right, so I'll mark a harm. Yeah. yeah. And that is enough. That is enough to... Uh, you draw blood. Yeah. Uh, I've got... You, you know, get a, swing, a string on you. Cool. When I harm someone, take a string on them. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that gets rid of my darkest self. Mm-hmm. You manage to you manage to snap out of it. <sighs> You're still in horrifying... Cat mode. Cat six-boobed murder mode. Chet has... Four open wounds on his chest, <laughs> all bleeding very sexily. Very sexily. Very you sexily. You have the cat man oh, yeah. scratch. Yeah. Right there. <sighs> What's going on? Felix, we need your help. Robot? Yeah. From the, this angle, you can now see a, a, an electric necromancer. Uh, okay. And it has Vanessa in its clutches. He, she, has specific, she has successfully ripped his face off, yep. but that hasn't seemed to stop him. Um, yeah, I just do one of those wind-up punches. Stupid, like, charge. Superman punch? Slow punch, punch. Okay. yeah. do it. Flash out physically. Uh, yeah! Ba-ba-bum-ba-bum. Oh, I see a 12, is that That's right? That's a 12. Yeah. Okay, so you successfully knock him through a wall. Uh, you, yes! You run it yes. at top speed and send him flying through a wall... And he vanishes into the dark of another room as you have knocked him senseless. Um, leaving you only in a room with Tori uh, in full mad scientist mode. Um, Tori, you're a Frankenstein. I'm a Goldenstein. But, you know, close relation. But, like, why, though? <laughs> That's like, such a good catchphrase. Like, why though? <laughs> that is what. That is you want to know why? You want to know why? All I've wanted is a friend, anyone to be my friend, and you've been so mean to me. You've been nothing but cruel to me and heaping abuse on me. You put me. We had a third room, and you put me in a smaller room. We could have been friends. We could have been sorority sisters. You didn't even invite me to join the sorority with you when you joined the sorority. You just left me alone. I'm interesting. I'm fun. I'm cool. I'm really smart. I know how to bring the dead back to life. But you don't know that. You don't know anything about me. You're terrible. But she's nice to me. So I just want her on top of my finest creation. But and my name is on the lease, though. <laughs> so it's like, it's my credit that, you know? Well, I so. would have brought you back. You just wouldn't have been able to talk anymore. What, bitch? What? I'm saying I would have reanimated your stupid corpse, but not put the tongue back in it. She's a Frankenstein, Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I can see that. Is that what we call... Mad scientists? Do we just call them Frankenstein? Well, what else like, would you call them? They make monsters. But she's mad like scientists. Sp- she's like specifically bringing back the dead and like reanimating them. So like that's kind of what Frankenstein was doing. That's also cool. that's an offensive term to those that are mad. You're right. You're right. I apologize. Yeah. 
You're a scientist. We're really sensitive to living with bad. mental illness. That's what you are. You're a scientist living with mental illness. And I you apologize. should be proud of that. You should not be ashamed of who you are. Thank you. That's the first nice thing you've ever said to me. Sure. <laughs> okay. Like what the what do you want? What stop this? Stop all of this. I believe she was saying something about her greatest creation earlier. Mrs. Frankenstein, if you'll continue. Goldenstein. Goldenstein. That's what I said. (laughs) Anyway, Tori, why don't you just come down from up there and talk to us? Oh, okay. See, Tori, I learned something today. It's not uncommon for you to feel like people don't care about you. Like everything that you want is just out of reach. Like you're always alone. But if you talk to your friends and you respond when they reach out to you, you can make a difference. I guess I could make a difference. I mean, I did figure out how to bring dead corpses back to life you with very little You really effort. keep talking about that. Like that's something you should be proud of when that's like gross as fuck. I'm sorry. Can you do that? Vanessa? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I'm she's sorry. like obsessed with me what? and she's obsessed with Okay, corpses. for like a minute though? What do you mean for like a minute though? <laughs> okay, Vanessa? What? Do not pretend you don't know what I'm shut talking about. Shut her down. <laughs> shut her down. I am going to shut her down. No, I am not. No, I'm just emboldened. Tori, okay. Tori, you're like obsessed with me and like obsessed with my life. And I know it's cool. I mean, like I went to Egypt with DJ Khaled and my dad owns a dealership. I get it. I'm someone to envy, but like just go do literally anything else than reanimating corpses. You you watch like the will to live actually leave her body. And she just walks over towards one of the, like the most gigantic Tesla coils still in the room, and just turns it on to max oh, no. and sits down next to it. No. Oh boy, that's hard. Oh, she. I mean, she's like it starts to charge up. She's still there. It's just charging. Okay, Tori. Tori, I feel really bad. <laughs> she's. I feel really bad. Have you considered taking your research to the government? Doing something else with it? Things like getting really, like, rickety lightnings beginning to spew all over the room. We should leave. (laughs) Now! I just really think that you're just, like, obsessed with me, and this is, like, another way to, like, get my my attention. She just puts her head into her hands and, like, just is like, I'm not listening to this woman anymore. I grab both of my friends and run. <laughs> do we have to do a thing? I think we There's have a to runaway do roll. a runaway roll. I'm taking both of my friends and running. I run the hell away. Well, I don't think everybody should have to roll, right? Yeah, I got an 11. Okay. okay. Uh, with both friends in hand, you, you <laughs> leap away effortlessly <laughs> from the incredibly depressed mad scientist scientist with mental issues who has lost the will to live 
as the Tesla coil and the secret of animating the dead turns up into a white nova of like spinning bright light as the uh, Chapelfield labs explode into a field of lightning behind you. Yeah, I guess class is canceled tomorrow, huh? That's good because I did not study <laughs> for the exam. Vanessa, I I'm sorry I lashed out in there. I think I've got a lot of thinking to do. Yeah. That's hard for me. And I know that we shared a moment, but maybe you should just take time and work on yourself. And I know that sometimes a woman telling you to like go take time for yourself is often like misconstrued to be an elaborate come on, like I'm playing hard to get, but like figure your shit out, man. Nods. That's that's definitely a shutdown roll, by the way, because mm-hmm. we have to see how badly this backfires if it if it does or does not. So I feel like that's in, no, no, that's success. That's a success. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chet. For the first time in your life, someone has told you that they're not really interested in having sex with you, <laughs> and for the first time in your life, instead of saying to yourself, "I'm alone," <laughs> you think to yourself, "Hey." Maybe that's okay. I'm going to gain the condition introspective. Great. (laughs) Self-reflection. What about you, Felicia? What are you thinking about? I'm thinking about the fact that we just bullied a girl. (laughs) And she killed herself. (laughs) (laughs) And that means that we probably have automatic A's for the rest of the semester because she was our roommate. (gasps) We just dead man on campus this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you yeah. know the film Dead Man on Campus? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> From that, we're going to, to flash away um, to the police station where the surviving police officer is – two surviving police yeah. officers yep. are, are coming to, waking up from the combination of being knocked out, smoke-bombed, and put, put against. Um, and they come to to find their, their third, their third uh, man has been gutted like a – yeah. Like a fish by an obsidian yep. knife. Uh, the first one picks up his radio, and just as he's about to call something in, the tip of a blade emerges from his throat <sighs> and stops. The second one turns around but catches a Derringer shot right between the eyes. <gasps> falls over. And we see Dr. Benedict Brand yeah. walk over and look at the look at the corpses and say, oh, she's gone too far. Ah. <sighs> He murdered two cops. <laughs> he murdered one cop. He took it one cop. And he one. murdered two cops. <laughs> but he is a white man, so she went too far, yeah. right? That's what. That's our takeaway. Yes. And in the sewers of uh, Black Rock, Rhode Island, uh, the malfunctioning Igor, uh, still somehow in one piece, uh shuffles around now bent over very very badly yes um, <laughs> and it bounces into something someone Uh-oh. a beautiful man yes. in great regalia uh as the mummy shulmanether shulmanether looks at and says i hear you know how to gather parts <gasps> we've got work to do yeah. and we go to black Next time on Sarcophagus. (laughs) What do you mean I'm being kicked out of school? 
I don't know. You'll be forever alone, (laughs) says the dean. But don't worry. I hear someone's coming back to take your spot. And in walks Marie Laveau with her, like, full-on travel gear uh, set-up exuberance. (laughs) But she only has one eye. Whoa! What? What a line, Dean! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You'll be forever alone. (laughs) Next time on on Sarcophagus for you, Alicia? Um, wow, they filled, they gave us a new roommate really fast. And then there's a slow pan up shot of our new roommate. Who are they? Oh, I think it's Selena Gomez in a guest role. Yes. <laughs> a starring guest role. Yeah. Okay. What kind of horrible monster is she secretly? What, what, what's the, what's the, uh, Asian vampire that's just like a bunch of organs? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, and just cool. finds new bodies. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Selena Gomez's head slowly leaves its body and just like trails behind uh, lungs and <laughs> yep. lower intestine, heart, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> okay. And next time on Sarcophagus for Vanessa. I'm sorry. Usher, we just can't be together. And it's <laughs> Usher, but like also in the fall of the House of Usher. Like oh, Usher in the House of Usher. That's awesome. <laughs> and he's been working as an Usher. Yes. In town. That's the episode of the fall yep. of the House of Usher. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thanks, Sam. Thank this you, was Sam. great. Yay. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry. We'll be back next week with a series that I am incredibly excited to bring you, Dogs in the Vineyard. Once again, I want to thank our sponsor for this week, 100 Dungeons. You can find a link to that Kickstarter in our show notes. If you're like me, you're excited for the opening of One Shot's Pocket Dimension and the upcoming event, The Dungeon Dome. Hopefully you like the sample that you heard in this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for another sample from one of our other teams. Be sure to show your support for The Murder with the hashtag BirdIsTheWord, along with hashtag Dungeon Dome. While you're waiting for more role-playing action from The Dungeon Dome, be sure to check out one of the other shows on our network, like our new actual play podcast, Satanic Panic, hosted by Jim McClure. Satanic Panic is part actual play, part playtest, as game designer Jim McClure leads his group of friends through a campaign of his new role-playing system, Satanic Panic, about a world where role-playing games are actually from the devil, and a secret government agency must work to suppress the madness and evil that spills forth from these games we love. You can find Satanic Panic and Talking Tabletop on the same stream. Your action item this week is helping to oppose the proposed education secretary, Ben. Betsy DeVos. Republican superdonor and charter school mouthpiece Betsy DeVos completely lacks real-world experience with federal education. In her committee hearings, Ms. DeVos demonstrated a staggering lack of knowledge about issues facing the education community. She is simply wrong for the position. Thankfully, two Republican senators have already come forward to publicly state they will oppose her nomination. And they did that because of pressure from their constituents. If you have a Republican senator in your state, you can help by calling and voicing your opposition to Ms. DeVos. Calling is quick, easy, and more effective than you think. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, check out Right Club. Right Club is literature as blood sport. Two opposing writers, two opposing ideas, each fighting for deathless glory. Hosted by Polar Opposites, Ian Belknap, and Lindsay Moscato. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. 
If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes! Attack!